The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. to the Happy Me Radio Show on Blake Radio's network, Rainbow Soul. The Happy Me Radio Show is created out of a need to really provide holistic, effective solutions to your knee pain and really allow you to get to the activity level that you want. Um, I provide consulting at thehappyknee.com. You can visit um, thehappyknee.com to get your free Happy Me Guide. And um, the reason I started this is because I tore my ACL um, and then I realized there were no real solutions except surgery that were, you know, being shared. And so from there, I healed my own knee without surgery, ran the New York City Marathon in 2016, and I help others get to a happy knee as well. So if you have any questions, definitely feel free to visit Lillian, um, to email Lillian at thehappyknee.com. Um, you can call in to participate at 914-338-0695. Again, it's 914-338-0695. So um, our sponsors are The Bali Bead and The Happy Me. So visit TheBollyBead.com, get your Bali Bead, and it really allows you to just live life easier and it takes care of style so that you don't have to and you can focus on knocking out the important things. So let's get into today's topic. I'm extremely um really, really passionate about this 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 part of food. So now that the happy me we're at the happy me um for the radio show every Saturday, we are going to talk about four main areas. So we're gonna talk about knees, we're gonna talk about food yoga, and really helping you to customize your life. So this week we're focusing on food. And the food topic for this week is going to be food for joint care, preventing falls and major joint injuries. Um, This was really provoked after a weekend of just spending a great deal of time with family and seeing, you know, always get to spend time with family and part of doing that you get to see the bio like you get to see the biology play out you know you're like oh my gosh my body isn't I'm like I'm not untouchable you know certain things I need to make sure I'm keeping or maintaining and 
it really encourages, you know, the importance and emphasizes the importance of not just eating healthy for, you know, cool points or, you know, a quick um, weight reduction, although that can really be helpful in certain cases, but understanding that the way we eat, what we eat is extremely, extremely important in ensuring that our bones are strong and that we can carry ourselves when we get older so that we can kind of prolong that time that we need to use a cane or even avoid that time that we need to use a cane. Um, you know, when your bones are are weaker, when your muscles have not been um, built up, simple things that we might take for granted at some point in our life, such as being able to walk or being able to not have to use a wheelchair. Um, and if any of you guys have ever had an injury, major injuries such as like um, a torn ACL or anything like that, you might have kind of gotten a hint at that, right? And so you would go through your rehabilitation um, and you would, you know, get back to a state where you're able to operate. But it's extremely important for us to understand, okay, out of all the messaging out there, because there's messaging, there's a lot of information, you know, what do I really need? What works for you? Because we're all unique. And it's important for us to get to that conclusion as to what's going to work to protect my bones, to protect my um, my strength as I get older. And um, that's what we're going to discuss today. So one thing that is really popular that I'm going to kind of, I'm not going to attack it, but I'm going to give you a little more on it, um, is bone broth. And um, with bone broth, my understanding, I haven't, I haven't used it. I always, you know, cook everything from scratch as much as possible. But, you know, you, just throw, you put the bone in and you boil it and then you use it for broth. And that's really cool. Um, but kind of taking it a step further is understanding, okay, what, what meats do I boil down? <clears throat> um, how do I cook them? And, you know, is it just the bone that I need? So I know I would go into, you know, different stores and I would see, like, things that are prepped, foods and meats that are prepped for bone broth. I'm like, man, it's really just the bone. <laughs> and so, um, you know, explore other meats that aren't just, you know, bone. For example, a lot of the meats that are kind of discarded or taken for granted are actually the meats that we need to strengthen our bodies. So I guess one example would be um, oxtail or pig's feet. And now pig's feet was um, recommended by a health expert that I, you know, researched further. Um, And, you know, it's not very glamorous. But just think about it for a quick second. So you know, looking into, okay, what is collagen? So I don't know if any of you guys have heard of this, but you guys, you know, feel free to, like, you know, reach out, you know. But I looked up what is collagen. So collagen is the second layer of skin, quote, the dermis, and it's where protein is, and in the dermis, that's where protein is found. And collagen molecules are bundled together in that area, in the second layer of the skin. Now, if you think about that, 
you know, you go to get specific vitamins from fruit, certain fruits and vegetables, right? So you might know, oh, carrots are, you know, provide a vitamin that helps my eyes. Or, um, you know, oranges provide vitamin C, right? You go there for specific, and you can get specific nutrients. That rule is still applicable when it comes to the meats that you eat. So if you think about, you want to think, I wonder if if eating the skin of the meats that I have in a certain way, so like, for example, that doesn't mean, you know, go to your favorite fried chicken place and get fried skin. I'm, I'm going to just guess that the nutrients might be pulled out or you might be missing the boat on that um, nutritional benefit. But it's like, can you go to your meat for the same thing? And one thing that we're very much so told about is, you know, getting protein from meat. But I think that it can be even more powerful, especially when we explore other meats that are, or other parts of the animal that are really overlooked. And so, you know, explore recipes. There's a lot of um, crock pot. I think the new thing is uh, another type of pot, but basically, you know, cooking techniques that allow you to kind of put it together and then go along with your day. But it's cooking in a manner that is steaming or pulling out or cooking for a long period of time and really pulling out all the nutrients. So something that's, say, sautéed isn't going to pull out as many nutrients as, say, something that is boiled for, like, an hour and then you're eating the broth. And so I just wanted to make that comparison in that, you know, we look to our fruits and vegetables or going out in the sun to get vitamin D. We're like, okay, we understand that's directly going to give us benefit. And so, you know, hold meat to the same standard um, in terms of giving us nutrients and giving us giving our bodies something that can be useful. And when it comes to joint care and even, our, you know, improving our skin, you know, you might think, hey, if collagen is found within what I'm throwing away, let's say you're eating, you know, boneless and skinless chicken breast, then are you, like, what is, what's left for you to get out of it? Um, and so, I mean, this is definitely subjective. You, you can figure out what works for you. But it's just, I just challenge you all to look at meat in that respect, too. Look at ways that you can, you know, boil it down. Look at, you know, look at how your energy levels increase or if they stay the same, um, depending on how you make your meat. And hold them to the same standard that you hold fruits and vegetables. You know, a lot of us think, oh, I'm going to eat, I'm going to have a juice fast, or I'm going to eat a whole bunch of vegetables, and I'm going to, you know, detox my body. Overall, you're looking for an effect. You're looking for, you know, your food to help your body. And I'm just saying don't let down that rule when it comes to meat. And so for me, that would be, Okay, exploring meats that I can, that have the joints in, so I can start to build up my joint care now. Um, in terms of muscle, there's a lot of, you know, different exercises that, you know, we can do that are low impact or high impact to help build and maintain our, our muscles. But today in regards to, um, you know, what to eat for joint care, highly, highly, highly recommend you know, looking into the the meat that your um, your local, I would say, co-op or such, 
Um, let's see if there's a farmer out in the area. And those that have the joints and, um, you know, trying to put them down. So for those that are just tuning in, we're listening to the Happy Me Radio Show with Lillian. I'm your host. And today's topic is foods for joint care to, pre- to prevent falls and major joint injuries. Um, our sponsors are The Bali Bead. Visit thebalibead.com. It's T-H-E-B-A-L-I-B-E-A-D.com. Use the code RADIO to get an awesome special. And the reason we are so excited to have the Bali Bead as a sponsor is because it really plays into enhancing your quality of life and making it more convenient. Um, the Bali Bead is great for um, transitioning you from morning to save time on getting ready for work to work where you're going to look and feel great to the evening where you are able to, you know, look and feel great with your friends. Like you don't feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to work. I got to, you know, stop at home and look great. It's like all you have to do is throw on your Bali bead. So check that out. Visit the, T-H-E, Bali, B-A-L-I, bead, B-E-A-B, dot com, and use the code radio to get out and really make sure you get your Bali bead. They make great gifts as well, um, and I am certain you will love it. So back to today's topic, which is, um, you know, joint care uh, and foods for joint care to really prevent falls and major joint injuries. Um, This is something that I really wanted to share with you all because, you know, we're we're not invincible. And I really hope to help to provide insights that we don't have to be abruptly abrupt introduced to that fact, right? So it's not something that sneaks up on us or something that we decide to do once a major catastrophe occurs. But, you know, doing what you can now and figuring out, you know, the right information out of all the information that's out there that will really, really work for you. Um, And so we discussed earlier kind of how to upgrade your bone broth. So instead of just having like a bone in there, try using um, meats that are going to also um, have, you know, different joint parts in them. And this really helps to give you even more and more nutrients, which we will need as we get older, um, and to really, you know, think of your needs as, okay, I look to these, you know, to my salad or I look to my, you know, carrots for specific health benefits. What am I looking to get from my meat? And hold it to a high standard. So don't just say protein, but think, okay, realistically, do I have more energy? Do I have um, more satisfied appetite after ensuring that I get, you know, specific meat. And so that's really, really, really helpful. So we spoke about um, what to eat. Let's touch a little bit on what to avoid. You know, what are the things that are going to increase the probability of our having joint, you know, joint issues and joint injuries later on? Um, What are foods that are going to increase the probability of our needing a cane? a wheelchair, and falling in the future. Um, 
we touched upon what meats we should eat, and later on we'll talk about, you know, vegetables and such. But right now, I really want to make sure that we're able to understand, okay, what are some of the foods that I want to try to reduce in my life and why? Um, it's really interesting there's, if, you're at, if you ask a specific question, like, okay, how would I eat healthy? What, what do I do to eat healthy? And there's different theories on that. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but usually it's like, oh, you know, eat less sugar, eat more vegetables, you know, all that stuff. But it's important to understand, okay, why and which ones, right? You know, so you can't just say, oh, it's just do a clean sweep of every single suite of, you know, let's bring in every single vegetable. But it's really helpful and really beneficial to understand, okay, well, which one and why. So I want to touch upon what to avoid and what we should really try to avoid when we're looking to build our joints and, you know, prevent falling and major joint injuries in the future or even months from now. Um, one thing that's huge is processed food. And that's really because, you know, we talk about this all the time, but you just think about really basic, like don't make it complicated. Just look at the, you know, nutrition label. Like what is in this? And if there's something in there that you can't identify or you're like, you know what, I don't know how to pronounce this, then just don't um, to kind of, um, kind of ease your way out of that. Um, I would even try making it at home. So say you love chocolate chip cookies. You know, and if you look at the chocolate chip cookies in the store that are already packaged, you're going to have a million and one ingredients, not only the ingredients to make it, but the ingredients to store it and to preserve it. And since you're not being stored or preserved in a certain respect, you don't really want to put that in your body. You're not a cookie. <laughs> um, that's the first time I said that. That's an interesting way of it. But it's true. Uh, um, and so, you know, instead of that, maybe make it at home. And so you'll still have your sugar. You'll still have your flour and stuff. But you're kind of one. You're flexing the muscle of cooking, which is literally the strongest tool in your toolbox of maintaining your health. Um, so you're practicing that. But you're also going to be able to see everything that goes into it. And even from there, so you're like, you know what, I still want to use my white flour, I still want to use my chocolate chips. You're going to be informed. You're going to understand better, oh, wow, this is, this is how much sugar goes into a cookie. This is how much, you know, butter goes into a cookie. And then you can even, you know, be flexible and begin to add in different um, substitutes. You might say, okay, I might have my own homemade cookies, but I might have fewer. Or I might switch it to oatmeal cookies and use my um, and use oatmeal to make my cookies. And so, um, you know, you really want to try to pro- reduce the processed foods that you consume. And a good rule of thumb is, like, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. If you see ingredients on the label that you can't pronounce or if it has more than five ingredients, just pass. Um, and, you know, this is a rule that isn't something you need to just abruptly clean sweep apply, but that, you know, maybe you can gradually start, okay, today for lunch I'm going to try to apply this rule. And then, you know, you work your way up. So don't think that, oh, my gosh, I have to jump into it um, seven days a week all meals of the day, right? 
it's really about building up that habit. And we talk about this a lot on other um, episodes, but just really being kind to yourself. And as we get older, um, and just period, the psychology and how we do things is extremely, extremely important. It's not just doing it. You know, so the way you enter into a habit can, you know, help or hinder what you're able to maintain that habit. So for that reason, when you're looking to adapt these these um, these habits that are different from your regular scheduled um, just schedule and lifestyle, it's really helpful to just be kind to yourself. Don't say, okay, you know what, I'm going to just do cold turkey. If you can do cold turkey, awesome. But if not, that's okay. Just do what you can and, you know, give yourself a little high five when you do. <laughs> um, so one is, you know, avoid processed foods and that is countered or, you know, balanced with cooking more at home and finding convenient ways for that. Definitely visit thehappyme.com and we have an, a food for a happy me guide. Also, it's called um, Food for a Pain-Free Me. And the food and recipes within that are extremely helpful in ensuring that, you know, different cooking techniques that are easy to do and that are highly, highly beneficial are really broken down. So I highly recommend you're getting that um, because that will help you if you have knee problems or joint problems, and it will give you insight into recipes as well as techniques as to implementing them. So visit thehappyme.com. Go to the section of the website where it says get a happy knee and um, get the Food for a Happy Me guide and use the code RADIO when checking out. And um, that will be very, very helpful in helping you to implement these things. So you want to reduce processed foods. The second thing is reducing sweets. Sweets are so, 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 so difficult. I am jealous of anyone that, and, you know, I should never say that word, but, hey, I admire, that's what I said. I admire anyone that doesn't have a sweets addiction or doesn't have a connection or um, infatuation with sweets. Um, you know, some people like sweets. Some people are like, you know, I'm, I'm not a sweets person. I'm like a savory person. So if you like savory dishes, you know, you already have, like, a huge advantage. Um, but sweets are really, really um, important in helping, like, reducing sweets. You really want to do that when you're trying to reduce the impact of, um, like, negative chemicals, but more so just, like, the breakdown of, you know, your bones and such. And so instead of, you know, instead of consuming so many sweets, I'm just going to give you guys some awesome insights on, okay, what to do if you have a sweet tooth. Because having that sweet tooth and satisfying that sweet tooth can really play a huge role in future joint pain as well as injuries. So my first tip is, and this is something I'm too excited about, I am so excited about this, um, is to mix, like say you have a tea. So, you know, a lot of people know I'll drink tea or lemon water in the morning. 
but it's like, you know, sometimes like, you know, I want some honey with it or something like that. So instead of using honey, try to instead use a, a sweet fruit. So some sweet fruits are apples, um, and that's what I use. So instead of, you know, blending up, instead of just, you know, drinking tea and ginger and lemon um, and then, you know, drenching it in honey, which tastes delicious, I would blend up a quarter of an apple and then put that into that mixture. And by doing that, you're adding a sweetener that's extremely satisfying. Like I was really surprised by how much I didn't miss the sweetener. And that is just a huge, huge tip that I think will really help those that have a sugar problem. Well, not a problem, but, you know, love sugar. Um, and then... In the morning, I know a lot of a lot of people. You know, you'll have your morning coffee, and for your morning coffee, you have to have, um, you know, sugar and all these things added into it. And so, for that, I would really try to instead of having coffee be the first thing that you drink, try first having a combination of lemon water or lemon water and ginger. Um, and you can grate the ginger or blend it up depending on what tools you have in your kitchen. And, you know, just kind of using that to, like, it, it wakes up your cells, right? Um, so try using that and then eventually reducing the, num- the amount of sugar that you put into your, into your coffee. So you might say, oh, I usually use five sugars. Try, you know, reducing it down to four. So just think about the cumulative impact of, you know, the sugar that you use over a year. And that's all, like, sugar that your body has to process, you know, energy that your body is using to combat, you know. And sometimes you need a little bit of sugar, but, you know, oftentimes we have an excess amount and we're just really overworking and burdening our bodies. So, Try those tips in terms of reducing the sugar, your sugar intake, and that will be huge. So we talked about um, what to, like how to eat our meats, and, you know, increasing the bone broth, or not the bone broth, but the, the meats that have, like, real collagen um, and, um, you know, just a lot of the animals that can help strengthen our bodies. And then we spoke about reducing your sugar. And the last point, of course, is eat more veggies. Um, One that I love, and this can be something that you pair with your your boiled down broth and your meat, is celery. And I believe celery is pretty, pretty great for helping to build your bones. And what's awesome is, Celery is in uh, is in certain juice recipes, but it does not taste good. Like if you've ever juiced and you've used celery, you're like, yes, I know, it does not taste good. However, it is great when you are using it for soup. So just throwing in some celery and throwing in some carrots. What's interesting is both of those are veggies that are kind of 
you know, they're kind of, they're not, they're not too glamorous. They're not glamorized like cauliflower, you know, cauliflower, you have rice cauliflower, you have, you know, with broccoli, like, oh, there's different ways to make it taste good. But with celery and carrots, they're kind of like, you know, they're, they're kind of an unwanted veggie. But, you know, boiling them is a great way to break that down. And so when you're using celery specifically, um, I recommend slicing it against the grain. So you have, like, the long stringiness so sliced in the opposite direction so that's easier to chew and you're able to break it down easier. So those are the awesome points. Um, let me know how that works out for you guys. Visit thehappyme.com and get your – go to thehappyme.com and then go to the section of the website that says get your happy me, get a happy me, and make sure you pick up your copy of Food for a Happy Me. And use the code RADIO to get an awesome discount. Also, make sure that you sign up for um, the Happy Me update to stay updated and really, you know, increase your quality of life. And we are able to send out, you know, awesome things through that. Um, thank you to our sponsors, thebalibee.com. Visit them at T-H-E-B-A-L-I-B-E-A-D.com and make sure you get your Bee. A great gift. And a great gift to yourself um, and really makes life more convenient and easier. Um, next week, we're going to be discussing yoga, so make sure you tune in and definitely visit thehappyme.com <clears throat> and share with friends that have challenges with knees. And if they don't, make sure they know so they can take care of it. Have an awesome one. Thank you. <laughs>